Mr. Joe Cabral, back with Doug Garrison. I am Renee Coleman, back with our terrific Hello. guest, Mr. Kevin Gordon. Happy to be here. Now, Kevin, I'm not yes. sure how many of these podcasts you've listened to. I know I know, you're going to be listening to a lot more in the future, starting with your own, I imagine. Um, but, uh, but, but, but Working your way down work, the catalog. Working your yeah. way back. But, uh, you know, we've, we've, we still have our, our original sponsor, which is Loose Change. Uh, you know, we're sponsored by Loose Change, yes. so uh, you know the 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 nation in the feral zone. We we they all understand. You know the change you have at the bottom of your dryer, or uh, you know in your pants pockets at the end of the day. Uh, that's or your your couch cushion. Right. Um, you know we we do rely on 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 that the, that loose change to uh, to support the podcast, and we do have the uh, the PayPal link in the show notes as well as a Venmo link we have now. We do, and uh, it's right there in the show notes or the Facebook page. And uh, we have the 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 uh, Troubleman podcast T-shirts that you can uh, avail yourself of. It's a print-on-demand nice. operation. I yeah, like yeah, the new yeah. sticker, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, have the nice. uh, we have the new sticker that the now QR contains code. a QR code. That's right. So uh, you know, just point, the QR point, code. Point, thank you. Just yeah. point point <laughs> your phone right at it, and uh, and. You know, it, it offers you. You can just click on on that little thing, and it takes you right to the uh, right to the homepage of the Troubled Men podcast. So uh, yes, we're we're uh, we're passing those out. We're sticking them on different things. And uh, you know, I saw a former guest and associate of ours, uh, John Gross, took a picture of himself at the Hamilton ah, uh, in front of a Troubled Men podcast sticker. He's <laughs> pointing at it. And he's in the picture, uh, and he sent sent me the picture, and I right reposted on. it. And I, I, I said, uh, you know, here's John Groh doing some, uh, some uh, recon, some advanced recon for, because we're going to be playing the Hamilton coming up in, in, in May. In May. Oh, nice. And uh, yes, so we, we have a bunch of dates. We're on, on, on doing the, this tour right here in the, in the Midwest. Then yeah. we get back to New Orleans. And when I say we, I mean the iguanas. And right. we, we're right in the thick of uh, festival season. We yeah. have uh, yeah. uh, French Quarter Festival and, you know, playing the, the festival itself and then have some nighttime gigs. And then... Uh, then the, then the, the very bands. very next week we have the two hundredth the two hundredth episode <laughs> uh, party live event for the <sighs> Trouble Men podcast. Where, where are we having that? At Snake and Jake's, our new home away from That's home, right. Snake and oh Jake's Christmas God. Club Lounge. Yes, as I as I've said a few times, I'm not surprised that we've that we're now ensconced at the at Snake and Jake's. Right. I'm just surprised it took us this long to get there. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, it absolutely. makes so much a, sense. It does seem like a pretty yeah, yeah, uh, obvious yes, fit. Uh, it is. I had a really bad night there once. Yeah, haven't we all? A couple <laughs> of decades. <laughs> I still am. It's like yeah. they had just opened, and well, I think that's their slogan, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> had, a, had a really tough month month yeah. there one night yeah. um but uh yeah so we'll be over there for and then uh the week after that uh it's a jazz fest starts and uh then as soon as jazz fest is over we we go back out for this other run of dates up the east coast uh in may going to uh uh the hamilton in dc playing what northampton Bayou Boogaloo yeah, and Norfolk, Boogaloo. yeah, yeah, in Norfolk, Virginia. We've played it many times. Uh, had some great, great dates there over the years. Played it with the Little Feet one time and uh, hung around with those guys. A lot, a lot of, a lot of great bands. Um, I, I played it with John Mooney one time, uh, maybe a couple of times. You might just know John Mooney. Yeah, great, great yeah. sly guitar yeah. player. Incredible. Uh, yeah, yeah, great, uh, you know, student of Sun House. Yeah. We were talking about the new Sun House record last night. Have you heard that? It's a, it's a, a new live record that, that just came out. Um, yeah. You still around? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they brought him back. Yeah. Sun House would be about 130 now. <laughs> Cryogenics. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, people, are, I was reading somebody saying that, that they've heard all the live Sun House records, and this is the best one yet. Cool. Like, so um, I didn't realize it was live. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, For so, just a couple of little snippets. It's so great. so uh, uh, I can't remember why I got stuck on that. But, uh, oh, we're talking about Norfolk, uh, the, the, the Bayou Boogaloo. 
But uh, another sponsor that we have uh, this month is uh, an event that we're going to right after those May dates, which is the Big Island Jazz and Blues Festival. And uh, this is maybe our third or fourth time we're playing that festival, maybe the, the eighth or ninth time we're playing one of, one of the festivals put on by uh, uh, the great uh, impresario, uh, filmmaker, filmmaker Kenny <laughs> Martinez Bergmeier. Yeah, uh, Bergmeier so, Martinez, depending uh, on how you... Right, yeah. right, right, right. He's a, a hyphenate. Um, right. So we'll be there with uh, artists like uh, uh, Skip Martin from Cool and the Gang and oh, the Daz man. Band. He's a Terrific trumpet player. Fellow cool. New Orleanian Donald Harrison. Right, right. Uh, uh, Big Chief Donald Harrison. Uh, Dale Spaulding, Dale our, Spaulding. Our recent guest we had on the podcast. Right, from uh, Canned Heat. Yes, from Canned Heat. And, uh, Don't forget. Pancho uh, Sanchez Band. Pancho Sanchez. And, um, and, and all oh, kind of other people. Wayne Toops is on the, on the bill. Yes. And, uh, um, yeah, we'll be there. Javon uh, Jackson. He, I think he's going to be yes. there. We'll see. We'll yeah. see how that works out. Um so, so yeah. uh, you know some other people. This guy Eric Eric Marenthal. Eric Marenthal. Uh, uh, yeah, it, you know it's amazing that we've had uh, we've had this association with the Big Island Jazz and Blues Festival because it has given us the opportunity to play with a, a, a just a, a great variety of luminaries in yeah. the jazz world. I mean, Les McCann. Wow. And them was, with us. And, you know? and them with us. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Thank God yeah. Les McCann got to play with the iguanas before, right. you know, while he yeah. still had time. Still you had know? It wasn't, right. He wasn't long for the world, <laughs> but uh, right. he was still yeah. Les McCann, man. That's right. Yeah. It was, uh, uh, it was, less is more, man. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it's, it's, been, it's been great, not to mention the, the Hawaiian vibe and all of that. So it's, yes. it's, a, it's, a, it's a very, very, uh, very good opportunity for us to, to uh, share our music with, uh, with that part of the world. And theirs with us, and, and soak know? up the paradise, you know, yeah, absolutely the, of, of, of the, the healing waters of Hawaii. That's and right, as, as Kenny would say. Yes. And uh, so, yes. so we'll be there at the the great Mauna Kea Beach Mauna Kea. Resort. Oh, yeah. uh, and and that really is one of the best things about these these festivals. Yes, is the accommodations the, are is the accommodations because even people I know who are quite well off in in L.A. and go to Hawaii quite a bit. When I tell them the places the we Mauna stay, Kea, they always like, go, "Yeah, oh, no, I can't wow, stay yeah, there. We don't stay there." Like, yeah. that's that's way too rich for my blood yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh so so uh you know it's, i think that's going down like june 4th or something first it's, weekend of it's june it's always the the yeah. lead up to it uh we get in on wednesday and you have like Hang one out. event a thursday uh, event at the Go restaurant red water grill in, in waimea and right. have a big uh jam session party and eat the best sushi yep. that we can possibly eat yes i mean it is fresh. so fresh you can't i never it. ate sushi until i got to hawaii and right. it was so and good that's that the I, freshest I, I that you can it, get I got yeah, yeah. Right, i mean right. the fish prepare themselves right okay that's how good it is <laughs> it's fresh <laughs> they don't have to fly it in they that's don't have right. to fly it in right? It's, right it swims there on its that's own right. yeah um well anyway that's enough yeah. time uh devoted to uh, to our the, sponsors to our sponsor you notice how i say are yeah you like this, huh? Oh, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> the microphone bet, feels yeah. good in your hand, oh, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that the ten people that are going to hear this are going to dig it. Fuck you. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know. I love you. You know, I love your name. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy yeah. to be here tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have this the is, veal. This is fun. Uh, um, we're, you know, it's. Uh, uh, sorry, Rod's not here tonight, but uh, this won't be the last one of these. It is awesome. the first one. It is. But as I was pointing out to Doug, uh, you know, with the the feral zone, we now have opportunity to anytime we're on the road. Uh, right, we Crack can it out. drop in and do one of these. I, I could, love I could see us oh. doing one of these in Hawaii Absolutely. with, uh, you know, right, with, with, with everyone. Guests, yeah, 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 yeah. With a special oh, guest, right, 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 right. Absolutely. So, uh, but tonight, tonight. Back to our guest. We're, we're here with the, the great... <laughs> See, I already have a little bit of the, you know, a little, little well, lingo. Well, you've I've listened a, to all of these. I'm a fan. <laughs> I've listened to every Troubled Men pa podcast. Yeah, no, don't uh, flatter yourself. Not, so. not everybody can say that. <laughs> but, uh, but I've heard a lot of your material. Over and over. <laughs> My material? Yeah. Well, yeah, well, Doug, Doug always points out that by the time he hears the podcast, he's heard most of the bits yeah. <laughs> already yeah. because I oh, try yeah. them out on you guys. In the van. <laughs> in the van. In the van. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're happy to be your, your yeah, willing you know, you gotta, you subjects. Gotta, you got to bounce it off somebody. You know? you got you to you throw it out there and see what, it, see what happens, you know? It's yeah. like, because sometimes they're not always, like, sometimes I'll say something to you and you go, 
that's really funny, Ray. Don't ever don't repeat that, that to anybody yeah, don't else. Don't say that ever, <laughs> anywhere, but right here. Yeah. <laughs> and it's good to have that. Uh, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, you know, I, 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 I take your advice, uh, uh, you know, in the spirit that it's given. It's Absolutely. I know you're, 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 you only have my best interest That's at heart. That's right. <laughs> but for tonight, back to Kevin Gordon. Um, so, right. Kevin, so you're, uh, we last left you. You were stuck there in Iowa. Yeah. And, stuck? Yeah, and stuck. So, but then you, you, uh, you, you get all you can. You ring all you can out of the, out of the, the writer's workshop there. Yeah, master's degree. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, so in, in poetry. Great, yeah. Gets me a great job waiting tables anywhere in America. Sure. Yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Now, now. I know you've been in Nashville for the past 20 years or so. So how does that happen? How 30. Do you, how do you, 30. Yeah. 30. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I have a hard time saying that word. Uh-huh. Right. Right. 30. Yeah. So, so how, how do you get from Iowa to Nashville? Well, uh, you head down 60. <laughs> there are a couple ways you can get there. Sorry. Uh, you know, I liked Iowa City okay. I stayed there another three years after I got my degree because I was, I was in bands that were, you know, successful in our little Were you, corner of, of did Earth. you tour around that part of the world then it, we seldom left the state of iowa you played des moines yeah we played in des moines quite a bit what's the club in iowa city that's really cool on the second floor it's like uh oh that's uh, oh gabe's gabe's maybe yeah, you played yeah. gabe's played i gabe's played there many, many times, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yikes yeah yeah Ooh. Now, well, Kevin, good one, yeah. good one. You, you're you're talking about you know playing guitar and 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 you know I really dig your style and it's it's it. I don't know were you were you ever into like the hill country stuff a lot you know like still am still am know? yeah yeah mm. I, th- I thought so well, you know actually last night I saw uh, uh, Cedric Burnside won a Grammy for yeah. uh, best traditional oh, blues oh, record wow. yeah, yeah that's awesome it's yeah. great yeah, yeah man yeah love him um, yeah, yeah I'm, I, I've always you know. Uh, when I play solo, I I usually play a guitar that's in open tuning, um, so I'm drawn to that to the Fred McDowell stuff, right? Because Fred played a lot in open D, and uh, even though I don't play a lot of slide, as I like to say, I I play slide in the privacy of my own home. Mm-hmm. Um, I break it out occasionally on a on a gig just to break up things. Right, but know. it's good for a solo performer. You have all the drone stuff going, and yeah. and uh, you know you, it's it it's more orchestral than than you can be on on yeah. a standard tuning guitar in many cases. And you know, with that open D, a lot of what I'm doing is masking the third of the scale of you know of the chord, so it's all ones and fives. So it's it's spread out wide you know right. it's a wide sound right you know it's a little extra security blanket for mr insecurity here yeah you know? uh, <laughs> an insecure artist i can't believe it yeah uh, no, what i know what a shock weird weird <laughs> i know no. now what uh, something that caught my ear right away is is uh, and rod and i were talking about this on on uh, in the van the other day about uh you know how in 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 a blues uh setting the major third can be one of the the most out notes to play and and right. you will pull that out a lot which i love you know and and, yeah. and like that's the first thing i thought of is guitar slim because right you know that was you know you set up a very you know minory kind of tonality and mm-hmm. then you drop the major third in there mm-hmm. and it's it sounds very uh what's the word dissonant almost Not, out yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's like yeah. wow that because you don't expect it against all that minor. It's so shiny, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not; it doesn't sound wrong, mm-hmm. but it sounds uh, it's notable. You know, you're like, oh, that yeah, it catches your ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and it, mm-hmm. but it's right. And it has know, to yeah, be it done. It has good. to be done in a way you have to like work up to it. You know, you can't just drop it there right. naked on its own because then it's just going to yeah, sound like, wrong. Uh, but well, but yeah, but yeah, you can uh, you, you can you can bring it up uh, you can arrive at it and, right uh, you know that's that's a that's a part of all that anyway i digress um we were talking about uh, your your uh, your your journey from iowa city to to uh to nashville yeah um well i just figured I, I was i was writing songs more seriously taking it more seriously i guess you know uh and i just figured well if i'm if i want to do something with music i wanted to move somewhere to a so-called industry town mm-hmm. uh rolls his eyes um 
I saw it. Uh, yeah, thanks. Um, it's good that you say it, though, because they can't see you on the podcast. So right. Well, I figured can, yeah, I, right, I should right, annotate. Yeah, my, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I like that. That confirms <laughs> so they'll believe you. It might be the first time someone's used that word on, on Troubleman Podcast. <laughs> annotate. I, I dig it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm just saying. It's oh, like, my, right. I, I, you know, I'm a word guy, so I notice right. when, when new words show up on the podcast. Oh, nice. So, beep, nice. Beep, well. Beep, New word. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of our listeners will know what that word means, but look it up. You know, broaden your horizons. So Do the give Google. It, give it a Google. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. the I Google. I really listen to this if I gotta look words up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. You know, just keep using your I same words. I can't understand. Anyway, no. so uh, so you wanted to move to Nashville, and so is, is that where you start uh, uh, start making your own records there? And you well, you, why Nashville yeah. though? because you were you were looking well, for a music town. Like, you know, there's yeah. other music towns. I didn't have the, uh, I, I didn't, uh, frankly, back then, I, I didn't have the guts to move to New York or L.A. Yeah. And Austin didn't, it didn't feel like it had what you enough needed. business there, you oh, know. Okay. Like, um, and I knew that Nashville was like songwriter's town, you know. Yeah. Even though, you know, when I first moved there, I was immediately grossed out by the number of times I saw the word songwriter written in this gross calligraphic script, <laughs> this ultra pretentious bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I've seen I'm that. like, are you kidding, man? Songwriting is like plumbing, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> this is not dainty shit, right? You know? Right. This is getting your hands dirty. Sure. You know? And all other body parts, okay. you know? Yeah. Shall I say? Sure. Uh-huh. <clears throat> right. Strike that. Um, uh, like that. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, I I reacted against that almost immediately. It's mm-hmm. like, you fuckers, man. Come on, it's supposed to be real, you know. And uh, you know, I realize I'm speaking in abstraction here, but no, I think people get it. Anyway, yeah. you know, I I, I immediately felt kind of like, oh, I don't know, but I felt obligated to try to play the game. You know? Okay. So I had a, a friend who was a manager, an established manager in Nashville at the time, who was from North Louisiana, and uh, he gave me a publishing deal for a year, basically, I guess, because he wanted to help me pay rent, mm-hmm. you know, while I figured it out. And that gave me a lot of opportunities to, to understand what happens down there, you know, where they're making the sausage on Music Row, you know. Um, <laughs> Uh, and don't get me wrong, that that is a very particular craft, and it's something to be respected and all, all that, but um, I, I couldn't hook with it because there was there just wasn't much like art involved. like yeah. I, it was just ridiculous. like meeting somebody you didn't know in a cubicle, at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday morning and you're trying to write a song that's got a pickup truck in it. And I'm just like, let me out, it's, right. it's not a terribly personal experience. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel tr- tremendously authentic. You're um, like an ad agency. You're, you're writing ads for the, for the corporation. Right. You know? And if it's the right ad, you're going to make a million bucks and everything's going to be hunky-dory from then on out. Right. And I was just like, how do you people do this every day and it's easy they do it you mm-hmm. know our mutual friend jim mccormick is a very successful country yeah. songwriter oh yeah and i respect him and love him dearly um but i you know for some reason i i i'm coming at it with a different set of blades you know i, I don't sure. know your hoe don't work on that row as they say yeah. So you start making your own records and and putting those out and and yeah. but people wind up hearing them and you 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 do wind up getting cuts and stuff and Yeah, I, I got I've had some good cuts but you know of course no no major label country action, you know. How, how did the first one come about? Like the first time you you got like a cut that someone that maybe you didn't know, you didn't contact, you you you're like this person is going to do my song and it's somebody heavy. Um well, you've had some heavy people do your songs. There were a couple that happened in close proximity one another because uh, the same guy produced both of the records. Um, oh no, wait, I'm wrong. Same manager was involved with both the artists, mm-hmm. so I had a I had a cut on this uh, Sun Records guy, Sonny Burgess. He did a record yeah. for Rounder that Gary Talent produced. 
who, you know, at about the same time, Gary was producing my, what would be my first record. Gary on, Talent? On Shanaki, yeah. Is he the bass player? Yeah. That, that is. E Street Band. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and uh, so he produced the Sonny Burgess record. And then the guy that was managing Sonny Burgess also managed Scotty Moore, uh, Elvis's, you know, yeah, legendary it ties fir- back first in guitar to, player. Uh, to, uh, to your third grade thing. All goes back to third there grade. You go. <laughs> um, <laughs> the chicks on the side of the stage. Yep. That's there right. That, there it is. Oh. Uh, he, was, he was putting together this tribute record for, for Scotty Moore and DJ Fontana, who at that time were the two surviving members of Elvis's first touring band Mm -hmm. um and uh he was he was approaching some really heavy hitters and um he had uh levon helm and keith richards you know signed up to do well sign up that that's a little formal (laughs) he he had the briefcase full of full of money uh, (laughs) that he i'm not exaggerating that he had to take to levon before the session began. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. It was yeah, Chuck Berry style, baby. Nice, you know. Man. Nice. Uh, but you know, and this manager, you know, you run into people in the entertainment industry who may may color their words, that may weight them with greater enthusiasm than sure. is actually warranted. Yeah, they, uh-huh. They're they're salesmen after yes. all. Yeah. So he when he told me like, hey Kevin, you have been riding around Manhattan with Keith listening to your song and I think we're going to cut it. And I was just kind of like, all right. Okay. Great. Sure, man. Cool. (laughs) I mean, I was already at that point, you know, cynical enough to like, yeah, not, not invest anything emotionally in it. The session was supposed to happen about a month later. And, uh, about a month later, uh, the guy I wrote the song with in question, uh, deuce and a quarter, uh, my friend, Gwill Owen, gets a phone call in the middle of the night from a mutual friend of ours, uh, Jim Harrington, who's a great photographer and who had been hired to shoot still photos of the session where they were cutting our song. Far out. And um, uh, one of Jim's pictures from that session ended up in Rolling Stone a couple of weeks later after the session. Um, And so Jim didn't have my number, but he had Gwill's number. And that's how we found out that the, Everybody had shown up and had actually been conscious. Uh huh. I mean, because when you think about the personalities involved, yeah, yeah. yeah wow. Hey, it might happen. Right. It might not. <laughs> it yeah. might not. Yeah. Sure. But it, it went down. Do you, do you have a photo of the session? Um, I don't own a print from those. Okay. Uh, photos, but you can go on YouTube, folks. Yeah. And oh. it's one of the few places where you can still find the actual cut. Uh, Deuce and a Quarter. Far out. Just Google that. Deuce and a Quarter, Keith Richards, Levon Helm. And uh, the, the there's a little video that somebody made. And I think they're using Jim's photos without his permission. Mm-hmm. But... We won't tell Why digress? Um, right. We'll, we'll probably use uh, some of the song without your permission on the podcast. So, yeah. so it's uh, perfectly we're, fine. We're going to continue. It's all right. That. I'll sign off on that. Okay. No, don't. Um, we don't. Well, <laughs> and, and now, you it's know. It's got to be without permission. Uh, Sorry. Uh, again, uh, you know, the, the, the reference, Deuce and a Quarter, of course, we all know that's uh, an Electra 225 right, automobile, right, right. But, uh, um, which is not a Cadillac. But uh, and that's the whole point of the song. <laughs> yeah, it, it it came out of uh, you know watching guys in my neighborhood who didn't have you know new Cadillac Cadillacs. Money. They had old two twenty fives that they tricked out. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I was just kind of in love with that sort of rough majesty. You know, that kind of like, well, I don't have a million dollars, but I've got this. Right. right, and I'm going to make it look as badass, and it's as mine, I can. and it's mine. Yeah, it's right. absolutely. I just thought that was, you know, it's just a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Powerful. So that's really what that song is supposed to be about. Cool. Know? Whether people really get that out of it, I don't know. Right, but uh, it's fun. Well, yeah, I, I noticed there's a, the, in a lot of your songs there's a there's way deep backstories, and sometimes like 
three or four layers of of things going on in these things. Is this a, kind of a good assumption, or or sort which of which may or may not be a good thing? I don't know. Right, but it's, it does seem like it's like that one. It sings. You sing about this, but it's actually singing. You're talking about this, and you're singing about that. Yeah, yeah. like a great writer. Like a great well, writer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've always been. You know, and it's compelling too. You kind of it makes the listener go, "What? The, wait a minute. Why? You know, yeah, got to start start putting together the puzzle." Well, and I've always, you know, from the poetry thing, I'm always drawn to, you know, images, like still images or yeah. little movies in my head, you know. Sure. And and that leads to stories. You know, a lot of the songs are about real people that I've known. Yes. Um, you know, I much prefer that to any sort of highfalutin, like idealistic, you know, uh, yeah. uh, treatise on freedom or or whatever (laughs) right why is freedom free yes yes (laughs) well the 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 folk tradition is this is what this is why we love it because uh they we they use workaday language to to uh to contemplate transcendental themes and seemingly simple right you where you you go you look at it and you go those words together like that—that that seems like such an easy idea, but you know, you don't. Right. It's not for the average guy to put them together. It takes a special person to, to put them together and make them mean. Yes, yes, mm. yes. You know, listening to your songs, I think uh, it must be kind of hard to make a video because the the writing is kind of cinematic. You know, it's like there's yeah. such a vivid story going on visually when you listen to the song. Mm. How do you make a video of that? You oh wow! Go the other way, and I haven't seen any music videos of yours, but we've really only made one. You know, yeah, uh, yeah for the for the for a song on the last record, uh, latest latest record. Mm-hmm. Let's not say last. Sure, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, Got to go abstract on that. Yeah, yeah, uh, or just put the lyrics, you know, lyric video, you know, right. as they, right. as the kids do on YouTube. I, I guess I don't know. Well, well, since we're talking about uh, songwriting style, and you, you already brought up Jim McCormick, um, who I was pointing out to you, we we know him as a as a, a great Nashville songwriter and New Orleans guy, but. He was actually uh, very close friends with my younger brother when they were at uh, at Christian Brothers uh, Middle School together, oh, and know, and know. Jim re- remembers me coming back home, like carrying my acoustic bass from the, the from the bus stop, and he and my brother were playing ball in front of my house, and he said, "I thought, man, Renee looks so badass." <laughs> that's awesome, man. But uh, well, you know, that's the thing about well, we, we were talking. The other day about people we know in common, and again I always go back to this Chuck Prophet quote about uh, rock and roll college. You know yeah. how it's really only about two thousand people in it in the whole country, right. and if you stay in it long enough, you eventually meet everybody. Yeah. And it took us this long to meet you, but we have so many friends in common. Like yeah. we were talking about, uh, you know, Cece Adcock, and yeah. and uh, you know, on and on. In fact, in fact, uh, I I played a thing not too long ago with a. Uh, David Torkinowski oh, yeah. as the music director for this thing that, that Doug and I played on. And cool. uh, and I mentioned, we were backstage, and I was mentioning that the Iguanas are going out on the road with this great songwriter, Kevin Gordon. <laughs> and, and, oh, no, he had brought up the Dave Egan thing. Right. Oh, uh, right. And I said, oh, actually, this guy that we're going out on the road with was just at that. And he goes, really, who? And I was telling Kevin Gordon, he goes, oh, that guy's great, man. It's like, yeah, yeah, he is fucking great. He goes, no, he's a really good singer, man. No, yeah, he's a really good, he's really good, good guitar player. I was like, yeah. Oh, geez. (laughs) So, uh, so again, uh, like, uh, you know, so so many people, uh, you know, that we have in common. But anyways, Jim McCormick, uh, within the last year or something, I was doing something where uh, for some movie, they were recutting a, uh, like a Brad Paisley song. And he, Jim was doing scratch vocals on, on this session and uh, that was going to be replaced by the actor in the movie that was actually going to be doing the thing. Mm-hmm. And we're listening to playback and, and Jim's going, wow, you know, you don't, you don't think that, uh, you know, Brad, you, I, he said, I think of Brad Paisley as kind of a, a newer artist, but you don't realize the song, it's a 20-year-old song. Right. And, and I was like, oh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, he, goes, he goes, yeah, this song couldn't get cut today. I was like, really, why? 
And he goes, because they don't write like this now. Right. So he, he, said, he, he said, there's not, I said, how so? He said, there's not enough words. I said, what do you mean there's not enough words? He said, well, like this song, there's words and then there's music. Then there's words and there's music. He said, nowadays, country music fans, all the young country music fans grew up listening to rap and listening to techno and right. listening to all these styles of music where it's words, 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 words. And if you don't write like that, that nobody, and he goes, he goes, so-and-so would cut the song. He names like an artist that was, you know, popular 20 years ago. He goes, he'd cut the song. He goes, but he ain't selling any records. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, exactly. uh, he said, you know, he goes, is that what I he goes, it doesn't matter what I like, you know, that's, he goes, I'm, I'm playing on the table that's set, you know, so that's the, you, you want to get songs recorded. That's how you got to write nowadays. Yep. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Man. Words, words, words. All right. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's uh, well, just, just goes to show you. Well, as you said, it is an industry town and, and with mm-hmm. all the implications of that, you know, right. and, uh, I was telling you the, the iguanas actually on our early, uh, history uh, were signed to a nashville label we were indeed and mm, so we had a lot of, of a, a lot of contact with that we were not of it in any way shape or form and they didn't no. know what the fuck to they think didn't. of us <laughs> well we had a guy it's a perfect example is we had a guy in the band uh for a moment uh, uh traveling with us a percussionist and his name was poopy menace mm. and and uh we went on to a nashville show uh, Crooked Chase. Yeah, yeah, and Crooked we were, Chase. We yeah, played we're live, wow. and they interviewed us, and they were like, "Oh, so tell us about the band." And it was me and Rod, <laughs> and we're like, "Well, okay, that's you know, this is Renee and Doug, and and traveling with us right now is our our good friend and special guest Poopy Menes on on the uh, the uh, congas," and and they were like. Poopy. Well, that's an interesting name. You know, like, yeah, you could. It's a nickname. You know, just it's okay. You know, don't let it shock you. But that was like that was the. You know, that was just a little little portion of our weird uh, uh, Nashville. But, but, but just the the, the the corporate nature of it is, oh, is yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and, yeah. and and I know like since the the time that you've been in Nashville, it's changed a lot. I mean, so many yeah. people have moved there. It's still an industry town but now you have all these people like uh you know third man you know jack white's company moved there it's a lot broader right it scene. seemed it, it seemed like it maybe do you think it got a little more i don't know for lack of a better word a little hipper i mean a little like you know mm-hmm. people bringing in some some uh, some some sensibilities that are other uh, other than corporate other than mm-hmm. you know uh, sort of that mill music mill kind of vibe whereas they're Really uh, coming from that aesthetic you were talking about earlier, the DIY yeah. of the world, you know. I mean, yeah, you got our back and and and, and Jack White and people coming in going, let's you know, let's get dirty, let's get gritty. What's what's cool about this, right? You know, as opposed to what sells, maybe. right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think you made a comment the other day. You're talking about Nashville, and you said. Uh, don't anybody else move there? Something like that. Like, there's a, we got enough people. Oh, my neighborhood, yeah, East Nashville, yeah. yeah. I guess it's like people in in Austin, you know, used to feel, or maybe probably well, still feel. I was going to say, I think people that have a place that's kind of groovy and special that you dig, mm-hmm. you know, you. It, it, People show up. They do the same thing in New Orleans. They're like, "Oh my God, this place is great. I'm moving here." Yeah. It's like. Well, hold on. Right. <laughs> you know, don't get carried away. Yeah. There's a lot, you know, there, you're, yeah, you see all this really great shit about it, but, you know, it's there's other things, too, that yeah. you have to factor in. Yeah, it's, you know, it's all fun and games until you got to go home or somebody gets their eye put out. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, New Orleans definitely ha- has, uh, has had so, so, so many people coming there. Now, it's interesting because, uh, you know, as we have this huge crime wave that that's uh rearing its head you know we'll see uh how many people have the nerve to uh to stick it out you know it's going to shake out the weak hands as they say yeah as Um, it usually does yeah 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 you know nothing ever ever stays the same that's that's you know and you you, you cannot predict uh what's right around the corner it's it's the shocking thing about life man (laughs) it's like you as much as you think you know what's coming up guess what what? you're gonna be fucking surprised they say fate takes its cut 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, is that uh, what they say? Oh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. Oh, yeah. oh man. Uh-huh. It's very concise. I totally. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 <laughs> Your guy's it's good at keeping his own company. I, I get the idea of, like, I noticed you were you're talking about uh, uh, as you were riding around from gig to gig. And, Did you say uh, writhing around? Ri- <laughs> sure, yeah. That yeah. too. That, that yeah. was, that was, that Some was of me. That. I'm going to go writhe around in the van <laughs> yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As per the news. Yeah, right. Um, You'll find me writhing in the van. <laughs> Just writhing around. Writhing around, baby. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're, right. you're saying how you're, you're like, uh, do, do songwriting as you're, you're riding there in the van. So you sit there with oh. your phone and, and, uh, and sing lyrics into, into the phone. You got one you want to share with yeah, us? Yeah, I'll just start thinking about that stuff. You <laughs> got know. anything? Come on, man. Put this uh, one out. No, it's like, no, it's like no, Pat no. McLaughlin, so, I know, so. does the same thing. You know, another guy you remind me a lot of. Right. Pat, great Pat McLaughlin. He, oh, yeah. It's like he'll drive down to New Orleans and go, hey, man, I wrote this song yesterday. I think it's pretty good, man. Wow. Yeah, Here. yeah. Doesn't he, he plays mandolin while he's driving, right? Oh well, oh, does he? Wow. I've heard of him doing that. Yeah, yeah. I read something. I, I could see that. that that he has done that at least once. Takes two hands, right? Uh, to, to play, play the mandolin. mandolin? <laughs> well, or to drive. Yeah, I, I play one hand penny whistle every once in a while, but but in the car. Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Because I have it up in my uh, in my visor when I travel, and so I pull it out, and you know, just I can get some nice melodies, but it's only it's, it's just a few notes. But like he's like to say, it only takes a few on that. Only takes a few man. notes, yeah. man. You don't you don't need the whole you don't scale, need a man. Lot, man. It's you like can just Otha Turner, baby. Yeah, man. Like like Ocarina, man. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's some composing. Good nice. over the, over awesome. the steering wheel, you nice, know nothing nice. nothing too serious. Do you have? Do you uh, speaking of writing? Do you like have any kind of uh, uh, routine, or do you have any sort of uh, like a you know? Do you have, do you do schedule regular office hours? Do you write mm. two pages a day? Do you write you know two lines and let it go? Do you have anything like that that you you know? Um, it's pretty you know it's pretty intuitive and you know kind of spontaneous but i do i do try to you know get up in the morning and journal write in my journal for a little bit yeah uh, stuff come up from that sometimes okay um but often you know it just takes like okay dragon dragging all the legal pads of unfinished orphans to the table mm-hmm. and you go back through and edit stuff again yeah yeah and sometimes it'll just be a yeah. brand new idea okay. and you know, every five years I'll get one that takes ten minutes to write. Mm-hmm. You know, and those are like golden. You know, sure, sure. I'm not sure they're the best songs, but it sure is fun. Sometimes they are, though. You know, yeah. Uh, 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 GTO was that way. I was I was just thinking about this whole photograph of my dad, me and my dad at the Dallas Zoo. And the sun is shining down on his head, and he has this real sort of conservative buzz cut going, <laughs> <laughs> totally coated with whatever that shit was. They brill cream, yeah, whatever that, yeah, wildwood cream oil, vitalis, <laughs> right. vitalis, yeah, lanolin. And that got me thinking about you know the whole GTO episode, you know the song talks about, and. As soon as I had that, Daddy got a job, T.L. James. You know, the rhythm of that line. And I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, here we go. You know. Daddy got a job at T.L. James. Bought himself a GTO. Daddy got a job at T.L. James. Bought himself a GTO. Tired of my church going through, but they love to hear the call. 
most of them, you know, it's like having a tooth pulled over a seven-year period. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean... Ch- carving a chunk of granite? It's still it's still meaningful, and, and you know, it's, it's, it's what I do, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just the way it goes sometimes. Sure. You know? Well, you know, like... like uh, uh, Burroughs, William Burroughs would uh, write, 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 and lots of letters, and 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 then uh, you know most of the time he wouldn't remember even what he had written because he's all you know whacked out on dope and and uh, and you know out of his mind. And then uh, Ginsburg would come in and uh, tidy up for him and take all the papers mm-hmm. and go back through and edit it all, right? And uh, make sense out of it, you know. And yeah. and wow. and uh, there's there's. I think two, it might be three, collections of Burroughs' letters to people because he wrote everything in triplicate and saved a copy for himself. So every piece of correspondence that he had starting in the 40s going into the 90s is preserved. Wow. And you can read them all chronologically. And, and I have all these books, of, uh, and, <laughs> and they're, they're fucking great. And if you read them for a little bit, you feel so lazy and 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 so motivated. I'd like read like uh, you know five or six or ten pages of the book, and I'm like, "Fuck, man!" I, I'd pull out my I notebooks gotta, I gotta and start. To, start I, gotta, I gotta get to work. Start going back and, and <laughs> editing. You know, just like flipping through. You know, before I started the podcast, I would have notebooks like this that actually had had you know ideas that that aren't you know about someone's life in them and and. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, but yeah, that process of, of going back over something that, that uh, you know, meant something to you when you wrote it down, and but it never got any farther, and then you go back and revisit it, and you mm-hmm. have a, a, a new angle on it, or, you know, you have new information now that you can pair with that, that suddenly it makes it all come alive. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, uh, it, it's just an ongoing puzzle you know right right. sometimes it it, i mean it's down to like i have a melody and it is this number of syllables and i really need this number of syllables Uh, i mean it's not you know because it's me we can slide a little on that you know Mm -hmm. on one end or the other Mm -hmm. you know uh but uh it feels like that sometimes like damn it what what is it, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think that's one of the, the things that makes music endlessly um, interesting. And even, you know, people say, like, uh, you, you play the same songs every night. Uh, don't you get bored with that? And I'm like, no, never. Because no. yeah. I, I, yeah. they're not the same. I mean, it's, it's a form. It's like doing it's Shakespeare a, or something. It's a vehicle. The, the words are the same, yes. but the performance is, is you know, you're, you're, you have to breathe... Uh, you know, Life humanity into, into it, it every, every time. time. Yes, absolutely. And mm. you know, music is is like a like a puzzle where the pieces are different every time you open the box. You know, you've you've <laughs> solved this puzzle before, uh-huh. but now when you open it up tonight, the pieces are all different shape. And, yeah, right. And yeah. Uh, exactly, it's like yeah. that's part of my whole thing. It's like you know, people think you know, oh, it's simple. Uh, no, it's not simple. Chuck Berry is not simple. No. <laughs> uh, it is complex. You know, it, 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 it is always interesting to me. You know, it is, it is that idea of the fluid measure and, and, and how, you know, the drummer's playing straight. Uh, everybody else's playing is swinging. Right. Or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Or some combinant, you know, some. Yep variation on right. that um so yeah I, I agree with you like every night's different even it's the same song yeah and i'm gonna sing the same words probably unless i forget them um but every night we do it it's gonna be different absolutely and that's one of the things i've enjoyed about because you're different every night well yeah you that's know true i mean yeah, yeah we, and, and all of us we, are and we change and, every day you know, you know yeah, you, yeah. You, you're so you're dealing with uh you know the like the set piece of the song and the instrument that everyone's playing and everyone has their set role to do that but everyone 
comes to the table every day with a different endocrine system, with a, a different uh, <laughs> yeah. caloric intake, absolutely right. different um, caffeine load, with, with uh, <laughs> you, you know, and yeah. and the yeah. way the molecules fly around on any given night is going to be different, and it's totally unpredictable, and it's mm -hmm. totally terrifying and thrilling, like you were talking about, you know, yeah, exactly, thank goodness, yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah, goodness, no, definitely. And, it, and it's it's you know what what's compelling about it would, be, it would be it would be lousy. It would be uh, kind of be mundane. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why why yeah. this isn't factory work. Mm -hmm. This is this is you know it's it's beauty and art. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, yeah. it's humanity, Absolutely. which is what's, right. what what uh, what other humans really seem to respond to. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Curious. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. computers could yeah. do it more correctly, but they're they're right. not as compelling. No, uh, it's no. Just, well, it's yeah. like a good producer looks for the the fortunate mistakes in the take. Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. Yeah, someone to, someone to do something that surprises them. That they're shocked by their own. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, man, this has been such a blast, Kevin. I'm so glad we got to uh, to to do this tour with you and do this yeah. podcast and Absolutely. have uh, and and finally have uh, the iguanas uh, wow. on, on uh, almost on, well almost. well you know again this is a, a, a first foray right. into this and and we will have more uh, more opportunities to uh, I, to to have the. The, the feral zone uh, and the, the the iguanas and I can't wait. Yeah, man, it's been such a it's a gas. I like it. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look pretty, just pretty cool. comfortable, like comfortable with that microphone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, fun, fun. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have four mics next time, yes, so, so everybody can have one. Well, towards the notion of of you know every every night being different, every performance being different. Um, I, I just wanted to uh, say what what an absolute thrill it's been uh, touring with you guys and and hearing you. Uh, play my songs and and rendering them so well uh so so i i really appreciate that and uh you know i i hope i hope you guys have well i think you've enjoyed it as much as i have oh yeah no it, it's been a gas man it's been a, a gas hanging out around with you and man i hope we get to do some more playing together i mean Me too. I, know, I know you have a, a crackerjack band there in nashville but uh yeah. you know th they're not the iguana so you know right. at some point well, you know you might it, you might, might want to have to press us into service Ah, uh, sure. Gladly. Yeah, it's been a real pleasure, Gavin. Thank well, you so much for giving us the opportunity to do it. Thanks, Doug. Man, anytime. It's been yeah, a great yeah, man. meeting of the minds and souls. Right yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's been a nice experience. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. man. Likewise. Kevin, onward and upward, man. Uh, and, uh, you know, as, as always in the Feral Zone and the Troubled Men podcast, we like to say uh, trouble never ends, but the struggle continues. That's right. Came to the door last night Don't you remember me? I cleaned your gutters last fall Where the deal is see That's my wife in the car there And her daddy just Get to Memphis Just trying to get to Memphis So she Can say goodbye There's a red car with a motor runner Out on the street There's a silhouette of a woman sitting there Still in the passenger seat I'm looking in his eyes He's talking fast Looking for something behind him so you think you help me out 
No 